You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. For the next hour, you're listening to the Classic Auto Mall podcast, broadcast from the Classic Auto Mall studio in Morgantown, Pennsylvania. Classic Auto Mall is a world-class facility conveniently located just an hour west of Philadelphia on the Pennsylvania Turnpike. The building is over 336,000 square feet and is full of over 650 classics for sale and 300 barn finds on display. Check out all the inventory on the website, ClassicAutoMall.com. If you have any questions for our host or guest, email us at podcast at ClassicAutoMall.com during the live broadcast times of 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern on Saturdays. Now on to the show with our host, the president of Classic Auto Mall, Stuart Howden. Good morning, Steve. Good morning to all of our thousands, millions of listeners. And I noticed you giggled when you said 336,000 square feet because we were just talking about that. Exactly. That the reference point to 336,000 square feet building is like, huh? How much? How big did you say that was? I think it's eight football fields or six football fields. Or I'll have to do some research. It's a lot of football fields. It's big. It's, you know, if... In my dreams, if I could pick a place to build and to start from scratch and to have a perfect building for the business that we're in, it would be this. This is what mm-hmm. I would design. It may not be exactly like it, but it would be darn close because it's a perfect fit for, for our business. It's the you know it's all on one level. It's got a nice, huge parking lot, ease of access from the turnpike for transporters and you know car haulers coming in. And so... Just just a lot of good things going for it. I don't think I could have built it any better if I tried. And, uh, you know, talking about this business, um, Steve and I were just talking a few minutes ago about, you know, what an incredible week we've had. We've taken in 30 consignments this week mm. and sold 23 cars. And it's just uh, – it's amazing. Um, the amount of cars that are in this part of the world, the amount of people that are, um, you know, hobbyist enthusiast if you will uh it's pretty amazing and uh we think that uh it's only going to get bigger and bigger as we get more people bringing more cars from further distance which is one of the things that we always like to talk about uh that this will uh, continue to grow and uh you know we have 600 and i think we have almost 700 cars in inventory i'm going to have to keep changing the uh, opening spiel that's right Right. Uh, to say that Just we let have, me know ahead of time. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to throw a curveball to right. you. So, but uh, but yeah, I mean we're we're closing in on seven hundred cars plus the three hundred plus barn finds that we have mm-hmm. in here. So over a thousand vehicles in the building, which is really kind of crazy. But uh, but it it is. And boy, some of the new cars that we got in uh, this week, uh, a beautiful black and white fifty seven Oldsmobile uh, Super eighty eight convertible mm. in that iconic black and white, which is just really a, a special looking car and you know screams 1950s uh and we've got the most interesting consignment we got in last night last night last week was a 1959 cadillac couch and it was somehow either owned by tony stewart or sat in by tony stewart huh. and it's and it's not just one of those you know the 57 chevy couches that they have oh, that, right, you know right. uh, using the using the, the back end. the back end but yeah, this yeah. used the whole back end like the trunk and really? everything and then the back seat and then it cut off so it's this massive piece that we got in and i don't know you know <laughs> it's one of those ones that, well, what's the value on something like that? i don't know there's no price guide for uh, cadillac couches with a stereo built into them right? no but there, you see them in rest 
restaurants a lot too, the 50s throwbacks and stuff like the that. The 50s diners yeah. and, you know, all of that, which is, you know, one of the things It's so funny how, you know, if you go to a lot of car collections and uh, guys who collect cars and have, you know, 15 or 20 plus cars, mm-hmm. they always usually have a diner in their showroom. They've got a, a, a Bob's Big Boy or a Shoney's is what we had in the, in the South. Okay. It wasn't Bob's Big Boy in the California world. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... Um, it's one of those things that uh, it's like you can go in and the cars are different, but the decor is all the same. So right, exactly. they all pick the same kind of decor and the neon and all those different things. It goes so, hand in hand with car collecting, I think. I think so, too. you like the 50s era stuff. Well, you know, if you, most auctions you go to, they have they start out with memorabilia, kind of get the crowd going. Mm-hmm. And uh, Yeah, and a lot of people don't know that. Like the, yeah. the, the big auction houses. A lot have, of them. The yeah. first day, the first yeah. couple hours yeah. is automobilia. It's high-end stuff. Yeah, nice stuff and stuff that you don't normally see. You know, not your typical reproduction maybe neon signs or a, right. or a reproduction golf sign it's it's really um unique stuff and so they start out with that and so and the interesting thing about the memorabilia at an auction is is it even though it might be three thousand dollars for a sign it seems cheap compared to the cars because the cars are right. you know the cheapest one there might be fifty thousand or, or depending on the sale mm-hmm. but uh, but anyway uh some of the other cool things we got in uh this week a 1972 citron uh ds21 palace saw it on the floor yesterday yeah, that's an interesting it car is. isn't it mm-hmm. that was uh weren't those the ones that could corner like at maximum speed supposedly and I know nothing uh, about french cars <laughs> Come on. I thought for certain that you would know all about the French cars. Beautiful 1929 Buick Touring that we just got in. And Buicks, uh, I noticed at the Hershey auction um, a couple of three weeks ago, uh, were doing really well. Much better than you normally uh, saw them do price-wise. And so interesting that Buicks are, especially those pre-war early, yep. you know, 1929 Buicks. And then, of course, we got one of my favorites is the 2007 Jeep Grand Cherokee SRT8 with almost 600 horsepower. It's got a supercharger and a chip and all these things. And so we have a little bit of everything, I guess, is what, what my point is on this. And uh, I threw up uh, the the, Jer- the Cherokee on Instagram. Along right. You actually have two of them. And, right, and yeah. Both amazingly clean vehicles, and it got a ton of hits on, on Instagram. So we're, when we start the Classic Automall Instagram, we're yes. going to yes. put, putting all those cars up on the, the – That's on our list, right, of yeah, things sure. to start, as well as getting music so it's not so dry at the beginning. <laughs> right. We can't sing. Neither one of us can sing. No. Like. We have a guitar here. So in case anybody that is on the show that can play guitar, that wants to show up and, and, and play, we have one here. Although I don't know how to tune it. so It's just for decoration <laughs> right now. It's very pretty looking. I think all, all the staff looked at me like, oh, do you play guitar? No, I don't. I was in an air guitar band back in in uh, high good. school. Yeah. Weren't we all? We were really good, too. We were really tight. We never tight. missed a, <laughs> never missed a lick. I may have mentioned my friend won the air guitar contest and and uh, won a whole bunch of big prizes and stuff. That he actually won a real guitar in an air guitar contest. And now where is he? Uh, he's in jail. <laughs> <laughs> he tried to hang his whole life on that, and uh, it didn't work out so well. No. So, hey, um, interesting thing today. And next week, uh, our guest, we have a wonderful guest coming up today. Um, uh, Emily Lambert, the managing director of the Cobra Experience from Martinez, California. We're going to talk to Emily in, in segment two and segment three today. But uh, the Boyertown Museum up in Boyertown, who is a good friend of the Classic Automall, is having their Mighty Museum Celebration Day today. And it's from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. And when I say today, if you're listening on a podcast, it may not be today, but today being Saturday, uh, November the 6th, um, they are having from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. 
a mighty museum celebration, and they're uh, unveiling their new facade, and they're uh, you know going to have a, a welcoming party, and I think there's food trucks mm-hmm. and uh, all kinds of different things going on, and it's a wonderful museum that's basically um, it's it's a timeline of vehicles built in Pennsylvania, right? So uh, anything that was either built in Pennsylvania or bodied in Pennsylvania, uh, that's what they focus on. And we actually have a truck here, a VIM, a V-I-M mm-hmm. truck, and they don't have it, so they want it. So we're, <laughs> we're hoping one of these days they'll... Uh, <laughs> that, that's a great place. If you're coming to, to anywhere near southeastern Pennsylvania, of course, come to the Classic Auto Mall, but put Boyertown uh, Antique automobile museum whatever it's called yeah uh, on your list it's a fantastic little place yeah it really is and it's you know it's i think it's reasonable admission charge maybe five dollars or whatever to get in and uh you know it's it's one of those things that continues to perpetuate our hobby continues to um you know allow people to to see cars and trucks and vehicles that they may not get to see anywhere else so mm-hmm. if you get a chance uh, certainly go see them in, in boyertown and um you know <laughs> we are we're not a museum here. We don't claim to be a museum, although some people define us as a museum, I guess, just because we do have museum-type cars with the, with the 300 barn finds that we have in here. Um, so we we are a historical record. Uh, I, I, I've cautioned to say museum because I don't want people to think that that's what it is or that you know we charge admission, which we don't, by mm-hmm. the way. And that's one of the things that the Classic Auto Mall decided early, early on when we started this is that we weren't going to charge charge admission. We wanted everybody to come enjoy it, and we didn't want it to be a burden for a family to come and uh, enjoy the museum. And the only admission charge is give us your email address, and once a month, I'll send you a newsletter, and it, it will be painless and you can open it up or you can discard it or whatever. Just don't count it as spam, please. Right. But, but, uh, but yeah, that's our only uh, – the only thing we ask is that you give us your email address so we can send you information and that the kids in the family – understand how to react around cars and museums Mm -hmm. and the ones that come in the door are my favorite families that come into the door are the ones where the kids put their hands behind their back and they know that they're not supposed to touch the cars or stand on the running boards or sit in the pedal cars that happen to be displayed around or all of that because what we want to do is we want to have um we want the hobby to perpetuate uh, with younger children and younger people, and kids is a good way to get them started, and you get them interested in cars. And it's really fun to watch them, what they gravitate towards. Color is usually mm-hmm. a big thing, you know, something that's bright colored, a lime green uh, Mopar product or a Hemi vitamin C orange uh, right. product from the from the 60s and 70s is the kind of things that they tend to gravitate towards. Also, uh, any kind of pedal cars or um, we have some uh, – um, oh, what are those cars that have no power that roll down the hill? The soapbox oh, Derby. Soapbox? Yeah. yeah, we have a couple of those, really? and kids just can't help themselves. They want to get in them. You know, they're like their size. It's not overbearing to them, not overwhelming to them. So they want to jump in those. And of course, we discourage that. Um, maybe, maybe, and something, we, maybe we talk about this off the air, but some kind of kids feature. Uh, you know, it's, so it does kind of function like a museum. So yeah. That mom and dad can take their kid over to this area over here, let them play in a car. Exactly. Well, and the other thing that we talked about with some of our sponsors uh, doing, which is, leads me into something that we'll talk about more in, in depth as we go on, 
uh, not necessarily today, but uh, is having a club where the kids get a badge or something. And anytime they go to a car museum or a, any kind of car show or car display, mm-hmm. that they are um, they're they're recognized that they understand the process. They they've been told the process because a lot of people don't know. Right. You know, you go to the the new car show. And the manufacturers and the dealers that are at those new car shows, they allow people to crawl all over the cars. I mean, it's the cars are basically destroyed. At <laughs> they're, the end. they're used. <laughs> yeah. They're brand new cars on Monday, <laughs> and by Sunday, they are destroyed. Yeah. And so people don't separate those from old cars. And so they assume that if mm-hmm. they're here at old cars, well, we can get them and look at them and sit in them and take pictures and put everybody on the hood. And, mm-hmm. and, and that's not the case. Number one, because these are more fragile than new cars, a and B they're all on consignment. So they don't belong to that's us. Right. So a uh, huge difference. Mm-hmm. Um, we talk about, you know, people buying cars here and, and, uh, and enjoying the hobby. And, and we always say that buy a car because you like it. Not because you think it's going to go up in value. Not because you know you're speculating on it. Buy it because you like the car. Mm-hmm. Buy it because it's something you've always wanted. Buy the best you can afford too, because you're always going to spend a little money on these cars. We talked about this last week. It doesn't matter how perfect the car is. There's always going to be a little something that needs to be done. There's a tweak here, a tweak there, something that needs to be fixed or tinkered with. And so you know, buy the best you can, but also have a little in reserve so you can uh, you know. Uh, continue to enjoy the hobby right. and not have it parked in your garage and won't run. Plus they're all, they're all kind of old cars and inevitably, I think you should drive them and something is bound to go, you know, rubber hardens over, <laughs> right. over time, seals break. Uh, so have a little reserve in, in, in the pocket. A- a- absolutely. And when we come back, Emily Lambert from the Cobra experience in Martinez, California is going to join us on the telephone and she'll be talking about everything Cobra and their museum and a giveaway they're doing and all that. So we'll see you back after the break. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. Hello, my name is Rick White, and I'm the director of the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. I want to encourage all Georgia veterans to consider being nominated to the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. And if you are a Georgia veteran, then the definition of a Georgia veteran is either you were born in the state of Georgia, or you've lived here 10 years, or you were raised your right hand and joined the military in this state, you are considered a Georgia veteran. For further information, go to www.gmbhof.org, or you can contact me at 678-427-0915. We'd love to have your nomination for the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. Thank you so much. Whether cruising the strip at a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. Hello, I'm Dr. Mike Karuchak. Have you ever wondered what doctors talk about amongst themselves? If you do, join us on the Doctor's Lounge and hear the doctor's conversations amongst themselves. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Hal Schertz, every Thursday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we are back with the Classic Auto Mall Podcast live, if you happen to be listening, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. on Saturday morning, Eastern Standard Time. Otherwise, we're not live, and you're hearing us on the podcast, which you can catch us on iTunes and Spotify and 
all those other places where you can get podcasts. So one of the segments that we were going to do in the first segment that we didn't do that I forgot about was our four on the floor, which is basically we have a contest every week and we give four clues about a car that's in inventory at Classic Auto Mall and the first person to guess it uh, and send an email to podcast at classicautomall.com, P-O-D-C-A-S-T, podcast at classicautomall.com, will uh, win a hat or a T-shirt. It's their choice. You just tell us what you want, give us your address, and we'll mail it to you. Um, This week's clues are uh, clue number one, this car might be ideal for the golf course. Hmm. That could be interesting. Um, Clue number two, bring the bug repellent if you visit the place where this car was modified. So it's a modified car and might be ideal for the golf course. Number three is fraternal fraternal, <laughs> fraternal or identical. Well, that could be twins, twin something. And an earlier version of this car wielded a famous hammer. So those are the four clues. So the car might be ideal for the golf course. Bring bug repellent if you visit the place where the car was modified fraternal or identical an earlier version of this car wielded a famous hammer so those are your four clues if you got the answer you think you got it go on our website check out the cars figure out the clues go to podcast at classicautomall.com and uh give us a call and uh the oh the answer to last week's was uh the 1970 dodge challenger that was last week's. Uh, this week, we'll tell you the answer to it uh, next week when we broadcast. But in the meantime, we will uh, let you try to guess it. And if you guess it or you think you have it, podcast at classicautomall.com. <coughs> we need a cough button. <laughs> anyway, uh, one of the things that we were talking about uh, earlier was uh, the Boyertown event coming up. And, uh, and then we've also got uh, uh, Pastor Weed, uh, who puts on about five car shows a year here at Classic Auto Mall, is doing the Turkey Run uh, car show, which is coming up this coming Saturday, Saturday, November 13th, from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Uh, the rain date will be on the 20th, uh, the following week. And uh, registration for your car, if you want to come to the show, is $15, plus two per- non-perishable food items. Um, they give out over 100 trophies. They are a wonderful organization. Uh, Pastor Weed, we've been friends with since we started here, and he's just a wonderful person. And uh, we hope to uh, go out with a bang on the end of the year event that uh, Pastor Weed is uh, having here, and then we'll have probably four or five more next year. So uh, we're looking forward to that, and uh, hopefully we will uh, um, be able to get Emily Lambert on the phone from Martinez, California. So I think we've got her now. Our modern technology has worked very well. And let's cross our fingers and hope. And it sounds like I can hear myself. So maybe Emily's on the line. Emily, good morning. Good morning. I am right here. Uh, well, I know you were probably finishing up lunch today out there, right? Because it's three. Oh, no, no. It's it's three hours earlier there, right? <laughs> yes. So, yes, it is a lovely 6.18 in the morning. Oh, lovely, lovely, lovely. Well, we certainly appreciate you uh, being on, and we certainly appreciate you getting up so early for us. And, uh, oh, not a problem. Yeah, we uh, Emily and I met at the GT350 tour uh, that came through Hershey, or was actually was headquartered in Hershey, put on by our friend Lee Cross, uh, who does yep. an amazing job. And that's where we met at the dinner at the Hershey Museum, and it was certainly a pleasure to meet you. 
you as well. It was a lot of fun. It's, it's Hershey's quite a place, actually, yeah. in my first visit. So Yeah, we, we have a, a big event that we do there. The AACA does there, and we set up a big tent, and it's a lot of fun. And it's, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a car town and a chocolate town and an amusement park town all wrapped up in one. So. Right? <laughs> it, it, what more could you need? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I think it covers all the bases. So, so, yes, exactly. So, Emily uh, is the managing director of the Cobra Experience in Martinez, California. And I've never been there. However, I've been all over the Internet looking at the facility. I saw the video that Chris Jacobs did uh, on the yeah. Dream Car Garage. Tell us a little bit about the Cobra Experience and uh, what it is and how it got started. Sure thing. So, we have been open now for about seven years. Uh, we opened in 2014. And it was basically a dream of my dad, actually, to share all of, well, we'll say Cobra's, Shelby's, the whole Shelby subject uh, with the next generation, because he feels like when his generation goes, you know, what's left? So we've got to get everybody else excited about it. So that's kind of the thought behind it. Um, We have been, well... We're very grateful for the success we've had, obviously. Um, you know, when we opened, it was kind of like, okay, what are we doing? <laughs> um, and it's just, it's gone crazy from there. So, you know, COVID was definitely a negative for us because Ford versus Ferrari had just come out. So we had hordes of people coming through to check out the cars, and then everything got shut down. Sure. So that was kind of, you know, kind of a big deal. But um, it's, it's been... Fun. Well, we have all sorts of people come to car clubs, um, milestone birthday parties. Um, we do movie nights, so we get quite a different variety of folks. Some people who have no idea about right. anything to do with cars, and um, we have other people who, you know, are their own. Uh, I don't know, uh, perfectionist on the sure. subject. Sure, so, absolutely. Yeah, you, know, <laughs> you get all sorts, and it just it makes them very fun. Absolutely. It's great to just stand and watch people. So, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's fun, it's fun to watch people around cars that have never been around them very often or, or very you know not not experienced them because we're you know yeah. you grew up around cars I grew up around cars everybody we we just assume that everybody else did until you see people's reactions when they see <laughs> see things that they exactly. have never seen before and you're open to the public certain days of the month is that correct? Correct. Yes, we are open. It's the third Sunday of the month every month regardless of the date, so, like, make sure we happen to be open on Easter itself. Right. Um, and we're open other dates as well, and by special events and private tours and whatnot, but we do a lot of other things, car shows and various events. So we unfortunately can't be two places at once. Sure. So. Yeah. <laughs> if you can yeah. perfect that, let me know how it works out. Because I know, right? That's a, that, well, not an eight thing a week. Yeah, so, exactly. Things I could use. How many cars are in the collection at any given time? There's generally between 25 and 30. Right. Um, we have a handful of cars that are there no matter what, that always stay, and then we have a handful of cars that rotate. Right. So we did some, I would say the museum itself owns four cars now, and then the rest of them are on loan by a private party. Gotcha. And you all know everybody in the Cobra world, right? I mean, it's like... Yeah. Well, you think you do. <laughs> well, <laughs> until one comes out of the closet, right? <laughs> Exactly. Well, there's been a lot of movement, you know, in the later years um, as family dynamics change. Sure. So it's always interesting to say, oh, that sold 
the hill. Right, or, right. Oh, look at so-and-so about that. Well, uh, it's, it's, it's a, I mean, with a thousand cars, it's a small world on the Cobra front. Sure, so. absolutely. Well, and you know what's interesting is people don't realize that, it, first of all, that it's called the Cobra Experience, but it really is the Shelby Experience, right? Because there's... It is. Carol didn't just do Cobras. He did Mustangs Correct. And, and Tigers and all kinds of... Cool. Uh, yes, yes. And so, yeah, we have Mustangs, we have Tigers, we have the prototype Tiger. So the Tigers, oh they figured out how to stick the two in Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it's a, it's a tiny little car with a really big engine. Yeah. Um, what else do we have? We have a King Cobra. We've got, wow. uh, we actually have two movie cars from Ford versus Ferrari. Um, we have um, one of the GT40s and then we have one of the Cobras. Right. Um, what else? A whole menagerie of various years and then, um, a Shelby Mustang. Right, and then lots of engines and parts and memorabilia. Oh, yeah, and, lots yeah. of... Yes, you could spend a day alone just looking at all the details and the memorabilia. I mean, we have paychecks stubs, which aren't that rare, but we also have, like, the insurance information that they gave him for his, you know, his health care and the various and you know, just <laughs> wow. so many detailed things and like, like I said you can spend tons of time just on that stuff so that's sure. all fun well and, and and what was your I mean I'll, I'll get your take on it I really enjoyed the the, the uh, Ford versus uh, Ferrari and I loved that movie and I thought it was great did you all have the same take on it or did you did you think that it had too much creative license taken or what was what was your thoughts on it you, you know it was so funny uh, you know everybody talking about how excited they were about it, but to sit down and actually see it. I was really excited. Yes, they took liberties, but it took a subject that not many people knew anything specifically about and brought it home. Right. You know, so it wasn't totally right. You got a little uh, you know, extra drama in there, but it was a great story. Well, sure. Either way. Sure. So, so well, let's, let's take it for what it is. It's only weird. Yeah, you know the the funny thing about it is is that it's very hard to make an interesting racing movie or or a car movie. You know, the ones that we sure. the ones that we've seen come out in the past. I mean, Rush was pretty well done, Formula One wise, and there was. Uh, then you go farther back into Grand Prix and uh, and Le Mans yep. uh, with Stephen McQueen, which weren't really great movies if you go back and watch them. They're a little dry, but. <laughs> Everybody knows it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then I guess you know you look at even movies like American American Graffiti, where some of us, me growing up, I really hadn't seen much in the hot rod world until that movie came out, and so I didn't didn't know a lot about that. And you know, I didn't. It's funny people talk about you know when when you were younger, car prices were cheaper, and why didn't you buy this and buy that and hold on to it? Why didn't you buy a Shelby Mustang? We really didn't know what was going to be collectible back then or what was going to be cool. And, well, for sure. You know, yeah. it, no crystal ball here. Although, guys... No, hindsight's always twenty twenty. <laughs> absolutely. So, yeah. But guys like your dad, I think, uh, did have some, <laughs> some vision on this. Uh, you know, we have a Cobra here, an actual real Cobra at our place, CSX 2133. Yes. And uh, yes. it's a 289 car, no side pipes, the first of the larger emblems. Uh, you know, it's funny, yep. all these references and, and, and people, like, like people's email addresses are their the csx number so it's just it's the way that people yeah. talk in cobra world you know oh i'm csx oh, yeah, 20- yeah i'm csx 2133 
I'm CSX. Yeah. Oh, well, and you're lucky. <laughs> you're lucky if they throw in the CSX. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I'm good. 2393. Yeah, exactly. And by the way, your name again was? <laughs> you know, you don't even know their name. Well, it's kind of like growing up. You know them by their car. Well, that was high school for me. I don't remember your name, but you had the Black Nova, right? <laughs> anyway, exactly. we're going to come back with Emily on our segment number three after we take this break and talk about more about uh, the Cobra experience and also about a pretty interesting giveaway that they're doing and uh, where you can register to win an uh, interesting car that we'll talk more about when we come back. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about antique car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. Hey, folks, this is Victor with the On Point with Victor show. Make sure you listen every Tuesday, 1 to 2, only right here on America's Web Radio, the On Point with Victor show. Remember, folks, I'm not angry. I'm just right. And you can find out why every Tuesday from 1 to 2, the On Point with Victor show, only right here on America's Web Radio. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. Hello, my name is Rick White, and I'm the director of the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. I want to encourage all Georgia veterans to consider being nominated to the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. And if you are a Georgia veteran, then the definition of a Georgia veteran is either you were born in the state of Georgia, or you've lived here 10 years, or you were raised your right hand and joined the military in this state, you are considered a Georgia veteran. For further information, go to www.gmv. HOF.org, or you can contact me at 678-427-0915. We'd love to have your nomination for the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. Thank you so much. Whether cruising the strip at a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thanks. All right. We are back with Emily Lambert, the Managing Director of the Cobra Experience. And we were just talking about kids and grandkids while we were off the air and uh, how wonderful it is and how you're ready for them to finally grow up, though. You know, it's uh, all, our ki- all our kids are grown now. Our youngest is 25, 4, 25, 24, and our oldest is 33. So, oh, my goodness gracious. So, uh, but anyway. It flies. Yeah, yeah. So um, we've been talking about the Cobra Experience in Martinez, California. Which is, where is that located exactly, Martinez? So we, yeah, we are um, like 15 miles east of San Francisco. So we're part of what's considered the San Francisco Bay Area. Right. And near Napa, right? So Napa is close to you. Yeah, not super far from Napa. Yes, you can make a whole adventure out of it. Go drink some wine and come hang out with... Is that, a, is that an invitation? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. All right. Well, good. I just want to sneak that in somehow, some way. So, so we were talking about earlier that you're open to the public certain days of the year. And I guess two more days this year you're open, right? November yes. 21st, which is coming up. Yes. Uh, and yep. then uh, December 19th. So people can, go, people can go to your website, cobraexperience.org, and find out directions and tickets and all that good stuff, right? 
Yep, just click on visit and you get all the all the latest and greatest. So any events we have going on, I'll show up there too. Our movie nights, our car shows, or all that good stuff. Gotcha. And uh, movie nights are always fun because there's so many good car movies out there, like we were talking. There are. You know, there even, are. From American Graffiti to Le Mans to Grand Prix to the new ones, Rush and Ford versus Ferrari, and wow. I mean, how many? So and even some wonderful documentaries. Oh, too. sure. I mean, sure. as of late, there's been some great stuff. I tell you what, Netflix is amazing. You know, to, to see the documentaries. <laughs> and then also, too, Haggerty's doing some interesting things. And they did, uh, uh, Chris Jacobs came out and did a feature on the Cobra Experience and the yes. uh, and also the restoration shop that your parents own, right? Yes, Dream Collection. Uh, yes, it was a, actually a lot of fun uh, just getting to hang out. He's definitely got some excitement and, you know, just yeah. stepped it up a notch, which is it's fun. Yeah, he's Mr. Enthusiasm. And I mean, he's just one of, he's like a kid in a candy store, which is exactly what you want to be for a deal like this, because some of us get a little jaded over the years. You know, we've seen it. We've done it. Uh, for sure. We've been there. Have you been a are you a car girl and have been all your life because of your dad or did you just like him no matter what? Yeah, no, I was kind of thrust into it as a kid. You know, I, I was a professional chrome polisher, right. and um, I, I remember we were down in Denison at the Peterson Museum, and I don't recollect exactly what it was or what, but we were moving somebody else's Cobra. Right. And there's certain places that you touch those cars. You don't just push on it anywhere that works. You, you know, try to use the doors or, you know, in different areas that are more um, stable, expensive, such as in aluminum. Sure. I remember jumping in to push, and the guy goes, whoa, whoa. And my dad goes, no, no, she's okay. She knows what she's doing. <laughs> like, Ooh, I'm uh, <laughs> special now. Yeah. No, I'm a special girl, and I know what to do with this. <laughs> Well, you know, well, I mean, that's what we were taught growing up. So, you know, you knew what to do and what not to do. Sure, so. absolutely. Well, you know, it's it's how to behave around cars. I mean, we talk about it in our well, place all the time. Very, we have a huge, very correct, yes. huge facility. And we, we've talked about starting a kids club where we can, uh, we talked about it earlier, about they get a badge or something. And anytime they go to a car show or a car club or a car museum or whatever, they wear their badge and they are certified that they know how yes. to act around cars. So we're going to talk about that. And we'll talk about that in the future with you because I think it would be a fun thing to do. I think it would be wonderful. Yeah, it's definitely something we've talked a lot about trying different avenues to engage uh, the next generation. Absolutely. And, and- Successfully, you know, not just partially. Yeah, it's easy to say that you're going to do that, and you say, "Well, we encourage kids to do it," but you really got to put some meat behind the potatoes, so to speak. And uh, yeah, it's way more difficult than one thinks. Oh, you know, you know, parents too. So, mom and dad are interested because mom and dad aren't interested. You've got no kids. Yeah, you got nowhere to go with that. But uh, so, one of the things that you guys are doing is you're raising. You're having. You've got a sweepstakes, and uh, you're raising money, and the giveaway, the prize for the sweepstakes is a 68 GT500 KR Coupe. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So tell yes, us more about that. It is that. awesome. <laughs> well, I got to drive it to a car show uh, last month. And let me just say, it's the only car we've ever had in the museum that we've driven that right. has back seats. So right. my kids are actually able to come. Right. Um, it is just a, a wonderful, beautiful, only two-owner car, uh, fully restored, all original, numbers matching. I mean, you really couldn't ask for a better uh, situation as far as the sure. 68 Shelby GT500 KR goes. Right. Um, and it happens to be a beautiful red, which doesn't hurt it at all either. <laughs> sure, sure. And so it, it, it's wonderful. Well, and, and if people don't know what the KR stands for, it's K 
king of the road, right? King of the road, yeah. yes. Yes, a... and I always tell that you can be your own king on the road. <laughs> <laughs> so what what brought this uh, uh, sweepstakes about, and what are the funds going to, uh, to do, and uh, how do people buy tickets? Absolutely. So um, first off, I'll start with the website because that's the easiest part. It's yep. winagt500.org. So right, right. Uh, as simple as that gets. Um, and I actually have a special code for you, your listeners. So I will, you can enter it, CAM11, um, and that will give you 25% more tickets. So oh. if, yeah, it's, it's only, it's, hey, we, we like to give those that we like extra. So right. here you go. <laughs> uh, so what, this actually started for us a couple years ago. Um, we want a, a way to really get out farther with the public. Um, <laughs> knock on wood, it was like we knew what we were doing. Right. But the first uh, campaign we started was when COVID hit. Oh. Um, so we actually really lucked out on that track because basically the space sector what has kept us open because when you have no people coming through the museum or no events, there's obviously no income. Sure. Um, so this car is the first uh, Mustang we've done and, you know, Truly, the Mustang is America's car. Absolutely. Everyone has a story or a family member who's owned one. So to be able to, you know, give this away to somebody who either has always wanted one or, you know, it's just, I don't know, it's so exciting. Sure. It's that car that everybody can relate to. Absolutely. So, and then let's give it a little extra horsepower under there with the GT500. So, and um, and we, was this car restored yeah. by your, your, your parents' shop? or No. It was already no. done, right? We did. It was already done. Nice. And it was to conquest level. Like, it's perfect. So it, it's really it's really beautiful. You know, the candy apple red just shines. Um, I don't know. It's been a lot of fun. I'm, I'm excited to see how this goes. It doesn't go home with its new owner until uh, June of 2022. Gotcha. So uh, it gets given away at our big car shows. We have an annual COVID day, is what it's called. Um, and it's our big shindig of the year. So it happens to be the first first Saturday of June annually. So that's June 4th. Nice, nice, nice. And I'm looking at the pictures on the website. It is beautiful. That yes. candy apple red is just gorgeous. <laughs> you don't see many of them in that color, right? Is that? You don't. You don't. Yeah, it's, 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 there aren't a ton, and um, it's, it's actually really interesting for me to go through the history of this specific year, these specific cars, um, since obviously I've done so much with the Colvins, but to see all the different options they had. You know, Colvins sure. had nothing. Right. Shelby's had all sorts of stuff. That's right. I never <laughs> thought about that. You couldn't get, there was really no options on a Cobra. You either got a 420 no, or, or a 289. Right? Yeah, and you got a top or you didn't, you know, kind of a, you know, there wasn't. Take it or leave it. Take it or leave yeah, it mentality. Exactly. I love that, though. Yeah. yeah. But that's, you know, that's the way that things became cool, even though it maybe wasn't thought of as cool back in the day. And I remember seeing that you could buy Cobras for really inexpensive. I mean, the one that we have. Oh, very inexpensive. Yeah. yeah. The one that we have here. Here, the guy bought in 1980, so you can only imagine. And and of course, it's it we've it's one of those cars that everybody said that we've had it overpriced, which maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. But we have consignment yeah. cars, so it is what it is. He gets yeah. to pick the price. Yeah. Then we got his full, yeah. lately. The interest has really peaked, and we got him his full asking price, oh, and he couldn't sure. sell it. He just he, and I and I said to him, I said, Why not? <laughs> he couldn't part. He said it's the coolest thing I've ever done. I bought a I bought a Shelby Cobra, and and. Yeah. When will I do anything that cool again? You know, and, and it's it's definitely it's 
it's one of those things on the bucket list that's way up high for a lot of people. Absolutely, absolutely. So, I think, and, that, and, and very few people get to partake in that. Right, know? right. Especially on an original front. And let me let me say, so growing up with these cars, you know, it was all about originals. That's all we talked about. You sure. Know? Our favorite saying is, you know, there are a thousand original cars, but there's a million Cobras on the road <laughs> because it is the most replicated car in history. Oh, without what, what does that tell us? Without, that it's that just that awesome. That's so. exactly right. I mean, we, the, you know, when we get a Cobra replica in here, and there's all different varying versions of replicas. There are the ones Very, that are twenty five thousand dollars, and then there's the hundred thousand dollar ones, and everything in Very between. Very much so. But they don't last very long when they're here, um, and especially. No. The better yeah. ones. Now, do you all, I mean, you know, a lot of purists look down their nose at replicas. What is your all's take on replicas? What do you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that opinion has changed over the years at the museum here. Right. Um, growing up with originals and only being involved in originals, that's kind of how it was. Everyone's sure. nose is up in the air because I have an original. But how are we going to share this subject with the next generation? Very few people have a million dollars to drop on a classic car, or more, I should say. But, I mean, that's just not realistic. So why not allow somebody to, you know, be happy at a much lower price level and be part of the club? I mean, that's what it's about. Or if if you're excited about it, we're excited about it. So there's definitely been a mind shift on that. Yeah, that's funny you say that. Our, our, our one of our taglines here at Classic Automobile is "Your pride and joy is our pride and joy." So whatever that may be, yeah. uh, and you know what's yeah. funny? People say, you know, well, well, you know, that's a real Cobra, and I say, well, how do you know that? And they go, well, because Shelby signed the dash. I said Shelby would sign the dash of just about anything, right? <laughs> you can get decals now with a signature and throw it on there. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> exactly right. So you grew up in a Cobra family, and you have some local ties to close to where we are here in uh, Southeast Pennsylvania. Is that correct? Yes. Some newer local ties, yes. Right. So, um, yes. I, I grew up, um, my father uh, had a professional sound business, um, and he actually bought it the year, worked for the company and bought it the year I was born. Wow. Long, long ago. Um, and he just recently partnered and sold um, to Claire Brothers. They're in Lidditz. Just right so, down the street. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, just right down the street. Yeah, so uh, it's a small world. My sister actually moved back to Lidditz um, and is working there at Claire. Now, did you grow so, up in this part of the world, or did you grow up in California? No, we grew up in California, gotcha. and uh, my sister actually ventured off for college and went to Rhode Island. So she really uh, went about as far away <laughs> as she could possibly go. Yeah, you'd have to and, go across uh, the pond. <laughs> exactly, magically uh, is back on the East Coast. So she loves it back there. Um, and it actually, when I was back on the GT350 tour, that was the first time I had been back there um, to where Kate lives and sure. Claire. So it was sure. very exciting. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. That's close by. And, and now when you say professional sound company that your parents or your dad uh, worked for and then bought, now you're talking about he did sound for local club bands, or right? He did. He got the gamut. So, um, I mean, starting out, he, well, basically put him on the map with Pavarotti. So they used to tour around the country and world with Pavarotti um, doing his sound. Wow. And it's a very similar story to um, Claire Brothers, how they began. Right. Um, they, I don't remember which band it was, but basically they did a gig for them in one little place and the sound was just so much better right. than anything else they had had and that's what made them successful. Well, same idea on the West Coast from my dad. Um, so it's, it's, it's been very interesting hearing their stories because they're so parallel, but yet on different coasts. Sure. sure. Um, 
So anyway, as the news continued, um, they did large format uh, stadiums. I mean, Meadowland, Dallas, uh, Cleveland Browns, um, wow. all of our San Francisco stuff, so giant stadium. I don't even know what it's called today. Right. I've changed names a couple times. <laughs> Whoever uh, spent the well, I, think it's, I think it's Minute Maid Park now, actually. I think. Uh, yeah, I don't even know. <laughs> so they had a few, <laughs> yeah. a few acts that they uh, did sound for that we might have heard of, too, right? Yes, uh, Dave Matthews Band was one of the big ones, which, of course, I uh, pretty much have seen a show every year wow. with Dave Matthews up until this year, actually. I didn't yeah. get to partake. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, Dave Matthews is one of the other ones. Um, trying to think who else. Uh, Primus. Right, uh, right. One of the ones which is some a kind of, our, of a Bay Area band. Some, some, some of our older, uh, some of our older <laughs> listeners might not know who Primus is, but anyway, we, we could <laughs> yeah. keep doing this all morning. But we're about to end this segment, so I wanted to thank Emily for being on. Uh, Emily Lambert, managing director of the Cobra Experience. You can go to cobraexperience.org. Uh, also, win a GT500.org to register to win the Shelby GT500 KR Coupe. And if you and make sure and put in your promo code. Yeah, Yep. Cam eleven. Cam eleven. Yep. And, and uh, you'll uh, you'll get twenty five percent more tickets than you purchase. So that's a good deal. Emily, yeah, thank you so much for being on this morning. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Good talking to you. And we'll be back. Talk to you soon. Yeah. <laughs> Take care. And we'll be back in a couple of minutes. Hi, I'm Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio, talking to you about antique car insurance. Uh, in this hobby. Uh, that I've been part of for years. Not all insurance companies and insurance coverage is the same. I would suggest that you call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com to find out some information about some of the best antique car insurance you can get, such as agreed value uh, insurance for your classic car. Again, if you're when you get ready to, to uh, insure your classic classic, antique, or even your street ride. Call J.C. Taylor Insurance or visit jctaylor.com. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we are back with the Classic Auto Mall podcast live, if you're catching us Saturday morning, November the 6th, from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Otherwise, we're not live, and we're recorded, and we fixed all my bloopers and mistakes and <laughs> hiccups and coughing and sneezing and whatever else I did. I don't have anything other than a regular cold. <clears throat> but boy, it sounds like I've got the husky voice going, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yep, yep. Mountain voice. We call it mountain voice out here in, in Morgantown. <laughs> okay, sorry. I don't know all these little euphemisms that you call in in uh, Morgantown, yep. PA. That's so right. Morgantown, the big metropolis. But hey, we are a big metropolis. We're getting a casino. We by are, golly, we are, we are getting a casino. <laughs> by gosh and by golly, are we like, going to run trams back? And well, forth? I think we shall. I mean, we have the only hotel within uh, a couple of you know. We're like thousand yards away our hotel yep. and then our attraction where if you've had a big hit at the uh blackjack table come on over here and yeah uh, and uh, buy a car i didn't think here. of that yeah. yeah and the other thing is is i think we've talked about doing some promos with them 
So hopefully we'll have more to announce about that in, in coming shows. Uh, but, um, you know, maybe a giveaway where you hit the, the winner slot and, mm-hmm. and, and win a Camaro or a Mustang wow. or, a, or a GT500 KR like uh, Emily and wow. her family are giving away from the Cobra experience. What a great guest and what an interesting place. I tell you, if you ever get a chance, at least go on and check out the video and go and check out their website. I mean... They are everything Cobra. And then uh, the video that Chris Jacobs did that's on Haggerty's website uh, is amazing. They went to – her dad also restores Cobras mm-hmm. and Mustangs, and the restoration shop is amazing. And it's in a beautiful part of the world. And just uh, – if you get a chance, go uh, cobraexperience.org and uh, check that out. And also you can go to uh, Haggerty and check out the video uh, that Chris Jacobs did there. And I'm sure there's a link from their website. I'm just amazed that there's only a 1,000 of them. Them. I know. Uh, uh, I didn't really realize. I mean, I knew there was very few of them. And so the, all the ones you see at car shows locally and here in Pennsylvania are probably 99 out of 100 of them are not real. Correct. Uh, but that they're still well done. Uh, a lot of them still have big blocks in them and stuff like that. But if you want to see a real one, yeah. I'm, I'm looking at it right, right now. now. Sitting across the way here. Right it's here. just uh, really rare. But, you know, and I loved what she said about the replicas. I love that they're, you know, yeah, of course, we all, everything's changed. I mean, you remember golf used to be like that. It was a click. And, you know, you just, if you weren't part of the, the group, then mm-hmm. you weren't part of anything. And cars used to be like that. If you didn't have the cool car, if you didn't have the right car, if it wasn't correct, then you weren't welcome. I know that uh, there are clubs that are very specific about what they do and don't do. The NCRS for Corvettes was one. Um, there's others like it that are meticulous in their detail. But but she was right in what she said in that, you know what, let's include everybody in the hobby in some form or fashion. Not everybody can afford a 50000 100000 Million dollar car, yeah. And how many, how many uh, of the million dollar versions are actually driven, yeah. as opposed to t- kind of tucked away in a collection right. somewhere? Yeah, and never going to be offered for sale. I mean, right. you know, when you have the level of income that some of these people have that that own cars like this, I mean, you, you don't need to ever sell them. And even you have provisions in your will that they don't get sold. Like it's it stays with the family whether they like it or not. <laughs> I got to tell you, uh, just sitting here, um, not to be an ongoing commercial for classic automobile. <laughs> It's just sitting here looking at the parking lot. The parking lot alone is a show. I mean, there's no car show here today. But no. People are pulling up, and there's an old 40s, 50s Chevy, uh, yeah, an the, Aquamarine C4 just yeah. went by. It's just amazing. The Model A pickup yep. that uh, we saw coming in right Incredible. when we first started. I love, I, I'm love. i so thankful that we put this studio right here <laughs> right where we can window. see people coming in. We can, you know, I never get to see this because my office has. But zero windows. You're in a dungeon. <laughs> I'm in the dungeon. I don't even. No wonder I don't know when it's lunchtime. How would I know when it's lunchtime? I don't even know if it's daylight outside or if it's raining or Armageddon is happening. It's like a casino. <laughs> yeah, oh. exactly. Although, interestingly, at the new casino across the way, they have an outdoor patio. Okay. Which is unusual for a casino. They right. don't like you to go outside. Right, of, right. They don't want you the immersive sounds and the. Don't leave. Don't leave ever. There's no clock. <laughs> okay. There's no, you know, reference of what day it is. You know, you could be there for the rest of your life mm-hmm. and never know. So anyway, nonetheless, we will, we will continue to move on. Now, next weekend, there is a car show that we talked about earlier. Pastor Weed is, excuse me, having his turkey, uh, Chariots of Fire, the Turkey Run Car Show, he calls it. Uh, that's Saturday, November the 13th. Uh, the rain date would be the 20th. And uh, the show is from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. And he gives away, gosh, over 100 trophies. And uh, usually has, a, oh, there's a 911 pulling in. Mm-hmm. Usually has about 400 cars, uh, you know, depending on the weather, which it looks like it's going to be in the mid-60s next week. Nice. I mean, if we can predict that far ahead. I mean, they can't tell what it's going to do tonight. How are they going to predict what it's going to do seven days from now? Or 50 years? 
Yeah. <laughs> There's an almanac for that, right? That's, right. That's what you read for that. But anyway, uh, don't forget uh, Chariots of Fire. He's actually got a website, uh, chariots-of-fire.org. Uh, so if you get a chance, go out and go check on that. And I've never been on his website, but uh, I'm sure that it's got uh, uh, all the information about the show. And uh, eventually we're working on our website to start updating with shows and things like that. You know, you just get so busy. And there's so many things on your – I had to change my daily to-do list name to just to-do list because because <laughs> yeah. I was making myself crazy. There's just so many things on our plate that we want to do. It's lucky that we've pulled off doing this podcast. I mean, the amount of effort that uh, myself and Steve and Ethan, producers and, and uh, you know, co-hosts and have put into this thing. I mean, and we're, we're just scratching the surface right now. We're not even. And our friends at, at America's Web Radio. Absolutely. And our friends down in Atlanta. Shout out. Yeah, shout out. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, um, but you know, it's, um, it's, it's a lot more work than you realize and it takes out part of your day and it takes out time to, to get people to come on like Emily, uh, from the Cobra experience and other people that we've talked to that we hope are going to be on uh, the show soon, which is going to be really exciting if they do. I don't want to spill the beans yet, but, uh, but we'll, we'll talk about that, uh, as it happens because I don't want to jinx it. You know, it's easy right. to, you know, jinx things. Like when you said this was going to be perfect technically. <laughs> so far. <laughs> so far, so good. So if we can just make it through the next, five minutes right then we'll be in good shape and uh but anyway um talking about the cobra experience if you get a chance go check it out live in martinez california if not on the web um pastor weed show coming up um we talked about the four on the floor uh through this week i think i'll go through it again one more time All right. so um we've got four clues and you have to guess which car it's a specific car here at classic auto mall are the four clues correct so Correct. It's it, it's still in stock. I, I double-check yeah. every morning. Yeah. So if it's not in stock and you miss it, then shame on us. Right. But, uh, so the clues this week are, clue number one, this car might be ideal for the golf course. So figure that. What reference golf has to do with cars, blah, blah, blah. Bring bug repellent if you visit a place where this car was modified. So, okay, that makes That's sense. That's a good clue because it's, it's, yeah. it's not a stock car. Right, exactly. It's not a stock car. Not meaning NASCAR stock car, a stock. Not factory stock. Factory stock. Factory correct. Factory original car. Right. Um, fraternal or identical. I was having a hard time saying fraternal earlier, but I'm a little more awake now and a little more <laughs> caffeine in me. So I can say fraternal, fraternal, fraternal. Um, yes. Fraternal or identical. So obviously that's twins. Referring to twins. Yeah. So twin. That's that's a pretty even giveaway. Um, and then an earlier version of this car wielded a famous hammer. Hmm. Weird. Weird. Odd. Hmm. What could that be? So podcast at classicautomall.com is where you send your email to telling us what you believe that car to be. And if you're correct, uh, you get a hat and a T-shirt. And uh, we'll give it to everybody that sends it in. Last week, we, I, you know what? I forgot to write the guy's name. The guy was from uh, somewhere in Texas mm -hmm. uh, that got last week's, which was the 70 Dodge Challenger. And That's uh, right. Yeah. The 70 Dodge Challenger. Yeah. So. Beautiful car. It's still on the floor. Ethan and I were looking at it yesterday. Yeah. What a great car. Spectacular. Oh, we've gotten so many great cars. And, you know, it, it just every day we get, uh, you know, interesting cars that come in. So one of the other segments that we've been doing is where have we sold cars to in the past week? Mm -hmm. So uh, first on our list was New Holland. 
Allen, Pennsylvania, which is all of about 11 miles from here. <laughs> right. So we're really worldwide reach, yet New Holland. Well, uh, you, you got to figure, people walking through here, some, a lot of them are local. You never know. And you, you they, never. they didn't come to buy. It's more, like you said, it's kind of a little museum setting. Yeah. But they see something that strikes their fancy, and that's, it. that's the end of that. Why not? So a Cherry Hill, New Jersey, we sold one. Okay. Elverson, Pennsylvania, oh, which is literally here. Next town. Yeah, next town over. Uh, Temple, Pennsylvania. Houston, Texas, we sold a Corvette down that way. Nice. Effort of Pennsylvania, another one right here close to us. Punta Gorda, Florida. I like. I just like saying Punta Gorda. Uh, Hamburg, Pennsylvania. Wareham, Massachusetts. I'm sure I mispronounced that. Frederick, Maryland. Tonawanda, New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stockton, New Jersey. Boise, Idaho. Wow. Yeah, another Corvette went there. Robisonia, Pennsylvania. No idea where that is. Mm-hmm. Niagara Falls, New York. Coatesville, Pennsylvania, just right down the mm-hmm. road here. Lethem, New York. Another Hamburg, Pennsylvania. Orcutt, California. O-R-C-U-T-T. You never heard of that. Uh, San Dimas, California. San D- Dimas. Yep. D- okay. Yep, that's Potato, patata. <laughs> famous San Dimas. Yep. Well, what is San Dimas famous for? Uh, uh, Ed, Bill and Ted's excellent investment. Oh, they were, gotcha. they were based in San Dimas. Gotcha. And there's a uh, Magic Mountain. Is Magic in Mountain is San Dimas. Yep. I've been to Magic Mountain. Yep. Yeah, I didn't even know that. Pennsburg, Pennsylvania. Los Angeles, California. Millersville, Pennsylvania. Uh, Cumming, Georgia. Harrodsburg, Kentucky, and Forney, Texas. How about that? How about that? So next week, we're going to be here, uh, hopefully with another special guest, which we don't know who it's going to be yet, but we should find out here pretty soon. So you'll have to tune in to find out. (laughs) And uh, that's the old uh, carrot, right? The bait and the carrot and all that. So we don't know who it's going to be, but it's going to be somebody cool. It's going to be somebody you don't want to miss. And it's going to be somebody that's going to be fascinating. And you'll be talking about it for the entire following week. And if I've oversold it now, then (laughs) (laughs) tune in to find out. Going to be yeah, the, the uh, mystery question. But anyway, we will be on next Saturday from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Pastor Weed's car show's here, and uh, we'll see you then. Thank you, Steve. We appreciate your listening to the show. And don't forget, when you're in southeastern Pennsylvania, come visit us in person. We're open Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Wednesday is our late day, and we're here from 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Saturdays were open 9 a.m. to noon, and we are closed on Sundays. You can reach us by telephone at 888-227-0914 or via email at info at classicautomall.com. Once again, to reach the show, email us at podcast at classicautomall.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.